Welcome to the Meditation Conversation. You are listening to Karan Alessandra. Welcome everyone. Uh, today I have a guest in my closet. For you who don't know, <laughs> we record our podcast from our closets to keep you... <laughs> Well, sometimes we uh, use a friend Christian to produce for us, but normally we are in our closets. So now you know. And today <laughs> I have a guest in my closet. It's Amy. She has traveled all the way from London to come and see me. And I know her from the Ayurvedic Transformation Coach training that I'm doing. We're in the same program. And um. We have been chatting a lot uh, throughout the course, and we coach each other and learn a lot. So I know he has, uh, she has a very interesting journey with yoga, and she's very passionate to share her story. So. Before we start, Alessandra, I know on this podcast before you have talked about Ayurveda, but do you just want to give like a brief um, overview in case this is the first time that some listeners are hearing that word? Yes. So, well, in short terms, yoga is the science to for your inner world, for your soul, and the spiritual life. And uh, Ayurveda is the sister science to yoga, which um, is the science of life. And it helps you to find out and observe, understand your body and how to live more in harmony with nature and your environment. What do you say, Amy? Was that a good explanation? That was a great explanation. Okay, wonderful. <laughs> good. So um, thank you for joining us, Amy. It's really a joy to have you here. And um, I, haven't, I haven't been able to get to know you very well myself, so I can't wait to hear about your journey. Can you share with us your, your journey and how yoga and meditation fit into that? I can, yes. So where do I start? When I was in need of it most, I was very lost. It was when I, I'd always had uh, anxiety. Um, it kind of gradually got worse as I moved to London. Uh, I was how long have you been in London? So I've been in London for four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in Australia last year, so that was my other year, mm-hmm. where I kind of, uh, I'm skipping, but where <laughs> I everything kind of made more sense and came together, and now I'm on my final kind of healing journey, which has just been amazing, which is where I met the lovely Alexandra. And so, yeah, I was just lost. I didn't know really who I was and then to realize that I didn't love myself I my friend recognized it in me and she said oh well why don't you try this mindfulness thing I was like okay so I started reading about it and then I started to practice it and just the amazing results I saw from practicing mindfulness and meditation just opened my mind Uh, ever so slightly at that point. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then from there, my, it just grew and I was just more inquisitive about 
everything to do with mindfulness and meditation and then I kind of uh, I was looking into all different types of things like the law of attraction um, but something else still didn't quite sit with me right like something was missing still and then that's when I took my I met my partner who was Australian I then moved we went to Australia for a while um, and to kind of see if I enjoyed it because there's a possibility of me moving there, which I did, of course. I fell in love with the place and everything just seemed to click. And it was at first when I just, I was reading a book and then I thought, oh, everything seems okay. And then uh, it was uh, Louise Hayes, I think I was reading. And then I met Sammy, our coach, and oh sorry at this point I was practicing a lot of yoga and it I didn't quite have a full understanding of it all still then and then I actually injured myself I injured my chest because I was I think yeah I just didn't have a full understanding of uh of yoga um and of any of it to be honest and then I saw Sammy speaking at the yoga day festival and it just yeah it opened my eyes and can you go into that a little more as far as so at this point you've been using yoga and mindfulness to help with anxiety yeah and you were feeling that you had results with with that but there was still something more that was yep. missing or some healing that needed to happen. Is that? Yep. There was a lot of healing that still needed to happen. Beliefs mm-hmm. that I thought I'd rid of when I hadn't. Mm-hmm. And uh, now I realize why I've actually met my partner. Um, and I thought I'd found myself and who I was, but I hadn't mm-hmm. until I got introduced to Ayurveda and that was when I realized, yeah, this is my path. I and so what was it that helped you to understand that, that Ayurveda no, it, was going was to help? I think, for one, it made me see that I'm actually, I'm not my mind and mm-hmm. that my soul. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that really opened my eyes and that... the westernized medical side when there's nothing wrong with that but how I can help people because I knew I wanted to help people at this point Mm -hmm. it had come to that and I was I was um, looking into um I actually wanted to teach meditation but I still didn't know completely how I wanted to help people and then when I realized I could help people through Ayurveda with choice and just through nature and science um that was what drew me to Ayurveda Mm. and then my connection with mental illness and to see how I could really help people in that area with mental with mental health yeah and do you want to share with us your connection because you were talking about the mental illness and also because you have a passion there you have a drive and what is it that because you have a connection I do so my connection is I think my mum 
uh, she has bipolar and um, yeah, for a long time I was very confused and when I did my diet I didn't have any knowledge of anything um, to do with um, bipolar or mental health. I, I was just so interested, I just wanted to help her, I wanted to fix it, that's all I wanted to do and I think from that it kind of turned into me actually wanting to help um, and let people understand mental health properly because there was still such a taboo when my mum had her um, had her mental illness. She didn't have understanding of it. She was still in denial of her mental illness. My dad had left um, because he tried to help her. And when, um, when was this? I was 15 years old when I found out and it was through just determination and research that I actually managed to help her just go on to medication at that point. And our relationship and living together was very up and down. And I think it wasn't healthy. And then that was when I had to actually move out from my, with my mum. I moved in with my dad. And since then, my mum's been up and down, up and down. And I've learned a lot from seeing what my mum has been through and the medical system and how I had a passion just to, there's just a gap there where I think a little bit more care and actually looking at the person as an individual and not boxing, oh, well, they just have this or they have that. And that was when recently I have decided um, sorry I just skipped one part so my mum's been through so much that she actually has tried to she has thoughts of suicidal but she's actually tried to take her life um, so uh, yeah through everything that's happened I I just really want to see something happen so I've set up a petition in order to even just make more awareness of um, our situation and to yeah, maybe get rid of that gap and bring it together so that we have maybe a slightly more holistic approach to helping people with mental health. They can be in denial a lot of the time and maybe not be truthful like my mum can actually be sometimes. And that's why I do go to a lot of um, appointments with her when she needs help because she can't um, speak clearly and she gets very confused and I think when um, say a medical person is listening to someone with mental health they can only go by what that mentally ill person is saying mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it cannot always shine a light on where they really need the help and because they um, put them into a criteria of if they're independent still and they can work that that's okay and um, you know, they won't necessarily, I don't even like the word sectioning, but when they section someone and they need that help, um, I think my mum definitely needed more for quite a long time, but because she was still able to function, um, there's just not that help out there for her until something really happens. And then that's where it goes into a crisis and they call the crisis team. Hmm. And 
the system that they have is great, but I, I think what I'm saying is there needs to be a, I think, a place of care where that person can actually go, even if someone just needs a bit of a respite, um, where there can be 24-7 hour care for them, um, where they can eat fresh food, be, be in nature and um, connect with people going through the similar same problems, um, people like, I don't know, coaches, counsellors being there for them. And I think I'd, that would be my idea of creating that space for mentally ill people. So that was my, that's what I put out into my petition. That's beautiful. <laughs> it is. And how do you see, like, which role does yoga and Ayurveda meditation play in this? And um, Massively. That would be my dream to have, um, you know, those facilities within that place. Um, and obviously I didn't put it too much into my petition because if people aren't on that path. But <laughs> um, I think having... Um, being able to show people that spiritual side within themselves is is so important. So I think having, um, yeah, meditation, yoga, and having the, the Ayurvedic, you know, like I said, with the food and the environment that they're in, um, the exercise, the people that they're around. That would that's the whole, you know, having the rituals and the things that they they do to take care of themselves. I think that would have, and that is what Ayurveda is, so that's having that basis there. So with my petition, I would like to create social change, uh, more awareness, and to completely help a person with a mental illness so that that person is looked at as a whole and not just the the illness. Mm. More of an holistic approach so that that person is helped in every single way and mm. um, has a complete care and understanding themselves of how to manage their mental illness um, every day. Mm -hmm. So how do you see, I mean, you, you talked about your anxiety a few years ago and looking at your own mental health, like how has that changed? Because obviously, if you want to bring in Ayurveda and yoga, what have you seen or what is your experience of the healing of the mind? And Massive. <laughs> Just mm. even having an understanding of how to, well, for one, you know, befriend my mind, but also oh, how it's made me see my potential and how my belief system and can affect has affected my life hmm. having that deep connection with myself through meditation and yoga has brought me on the journey that I'm on now of my healing and um, I'm a completely different person to what I was even last year hmm. <laughs> I've and to actually it acknowledge that as well because I don't take the time to do that enough and I was just 
really not mentally stable and didn't even have an understanding of anxiety and what it was and where it even comes from and you know having that important and it's an importance of being aware of your environment and how that can really affect your mental state also yeah I just want to add for people who are listening in because I remember when I started my journey and you hear the word healing it can sometimes sound a bit fluffy or you're like healing what does that really mean and I think from my experience and I think you can relate to it as well girls uh, that it's it's like peeling layers of yourself it's really like observing yourself understanding yourself and like Amy said it's like you get to see through it can be yoga meditation but also Ayurveda helps you on there many different paths to healing but it's really about understanding yourself and you can also understand the conditioning you have from your past and like why why react in certain ways, certain triggers in certain situations. So it's really like peeling off layers and we see, well, oh, that was not me. You know, that was because something happened in school when I was seven or I was teased mm. by a kid and then mm. I created this belief about myself. Mm-hmm. And through these tools, we can see that, oh, well, I don't have to carry that anymore. Mm-hmm. you know we let go layer by layer and that is really yeah I get goosebumps now when I talk yeah, about it yeah, it's, that's such a beautiful way to talk about it and, and we really free in that so you know there is a very scientific approach to it as well because you just become aware of your own thought patterns and also things are stored like our unprocessed emotions and stress are stored in our bodies so by mm-hmm. you know just moving with yoga you release that thing mm-hmm. things from your body and yeah. with ayurveda you can do a cleanse detox which also helps to release things out of your system mm-hmm. so it is also very scientific it's not just a fluffy word right <laughs> and it can be interesting through meditation and yoga as well how as things rise to the surface, those kind of buried things that are keeping us from feeling whole, how they can, um, when we shine a light on them, we don't always feel better right away. You know, I mean, it's kind of like on a physical level, Alessandra and I just did this cleanse and there was pain associated, physical pain for me as those toxins got released, but it's similar in meditation and in yoga, how people will suddenly start crying in a session and they don't necessarily know why, but things are rising to the surface that need healing. They need attention. And, and sometimes that can be scary and that can be, we can associate like that's bad because I had a negative, you know, we can put quotes around it. That was a negative thing. I felt something that wasn't cheerful. I've got to avoid that. But really we need to lean into it because that's when the healing happens. It comes up and we have to face it so that we can release it. But you're so close to releasing it when you get that pain. And that that can be just a very interesting um, phenomenon I've found. Just through breathing, I've seen people come to tears and they're like, I don't know why I'm crying. You know, and and um, there's nothing really conscious they've brought to the surface, but there's healing that happens in very mysterious ways through yoga and meditation. That's really beautiful. 
and I think it's also, I mean, no one would really, or most people would not doubt to go and have surgery. Like, if, for example, if I have issues with my knee, I would go and have surgery to fix it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's just common to do that. But, but you know, when we have something, yeah, you want to... But we're not asking ourselves why we're having that pain. Mm. Where, where has that come from? Yeah, and I think it's um, a positive thing with yoga and Ayurveda coming to the world and being so widespread is that, you know, it's becoming more or less taboo and more mm. accepted to actually, you know, also, you know, go and have that mental surgery mm. <laughs> or on a spiritual Healing. level, right. like healing Mm -hmm. you know like because if we go and do a surgery on our knee you know that you're gonna have a lot of pain you won't be able to walk for a few weeks after because you're healing but once you've done that you know surgery once you have healed then you can walk and it's the same thing with minds you know like with the cleanse or when we do sometimes in meditation things can pop up um and if we just let it flow through, it will be gone. And Amy, so with the learning that you've had with the Ayurveda and the different, you know, lifestyle things with um, meditation and yoga, have there been things that you've been able to use to help your mom in particular? Or um, has it been more self-healing, if I can so- use that word? <laughs> Yeah. Mm, yeah, this has been a big lesson for me <laughs> in that our teachings, we have to also acknowledge other people's paths and respect those. So and important, yeah. Yeah, I, I can only, through what I'm doing, I'm creating the change in me to create change around me. Mm. And it's been very important and Alexandra was actually the one that really pumped that into me. And because I did the mistake myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I think through what my mum has seen me doing, it's definitely opened her eyes and she knows the things she needs to do, but I think it's now her actually doing it mm. and having that discipline with herself and it can be so hard when you you know you're not mentally well. So um, it, it's been amazing the change I have seen in her she's actually taking herself out of her comfort zone she's met people um, in the same situation as her she has um, done meditation or at least tried so she's she's toying with the ideas but I think yeah she definitely has a way to go but yeah the answer is yes she's definitely it's it's helped mm-hmm. by me just kind of even just talking about it with her yeah and just being an example which can be so powerful. Yeah. Well, that's... Oh, go ahead, Alessandra. I was just going to say that that can, you know, bring so much healing because if there is a relationship that is infected or, you know, wherever there's tension, sometimes it's enough that just one person does the healing because, you know, then at least that person can be supportive and, you know, instead of we, we keep on triggering each other and, you know, it just gets more and more infected, well, at least, you know... One person is strong, and when the other person falls uh, into their triggers, the other person can be there and be strong, and like you said, self-healing. So, mm. uh, at least that helps uplift 
you know, not only yourself, but people around you as well. Mm. Not even, they don't have to take up the practice because as you said, we have different paths and, you know, we're on different journeys, but it can do so much good for the relationship and families and communities. Yeah, that is such a great point. And the thing with meditation is you are expanding. Expansion is such an integral part of meditation and yoga as well, but um, specifically in my, from my perspective with meditation, where, you know, exactly to your point, the more you do it, the stiller you're able to get for longer periods of time, you're going into that expansive state, your heart is expanding and you're impacting everything around you because you are emanating that strength and that positivity and that expansion that, that, does affect everything you you come in contact with so it's a wonderful point I think it's having the patience with yourself to follow through with meditation and keep going Mm. it yeah it just becomes a thing you want to do every day because it becomes addictive (laughs) yes and you have to get to yeah you have to get to that point where where you want to do it because that you can have that wall, you know, where you can, it can feel like a chore, you know, in the beginning when you're just getting used to it and you're making it a habit, you can sometimes get to that point where you're like, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, there's that resist, resist, resist. But if you can get through that, then it it does, it becomes like, you know, you really want to keep doing it, but sometimes you have to get through that hurdle and know that it's coming. But, well, I thank you very much for um, the work that you're doing to create awareness in in the UK and try to affect change there. Um, My my sister-in-law in in the UK um, took her life three years ago, and um, she was suffering from depression, and that's been a very difficult thing for my family and and everybody connected with her in her web um, to deal with. And we we did find that as she was going through her illness that um, the support was difficult to find. and and just as you've described, we we experienced where there wasn't like a good, in between place between crisis and just managing day-to-day depression and you don't know what to do. I mean, if you're not a professional and this comes kind of out of the blue, which it did with her, she was a a loving, fun, positive force for so long until she got sick and then, you know, she couldn't get out of bed, she couldn't focus, she couldn't make a decision. And I remember talking to her and she was, she could not explain what was going on. She's like, I don't know how to even describe what I'm going through because it doesn't make sense. I have everything I want. She was about to get married. She had two beautiful little kids. She had a support network. You know, she, her mom and dad were very involved in helping her with the kids. And, you know, she, she had a job. She had, you know, there was nothing really in her life that was like, oh, that's the cause. It was just this mysterious um, 
thing. We don't know if it was a postpartum thing because her, her youngest was only one. Um, but it was very mysterious and to and for it to come to somebody who naturally was a pretty positive person in the beginning, it's not like she had this trend toward, you know, negativity, but she was scratching her head going, I can't explain it. I, it doesn't make sense. I don't know why I feel this way. And so it's really hard to know what to suggest to do in that situation. And, um, and clearly, you know, she couldn't get the help that she needed despite going to doctors and um, despite having help in her family and having a net to try to catch her. Um, so it's, it's a very, very hard thing to deal with. And I'm, I'm so grateful to you to, uh, for the work that you're doing to help and hopefully, you know, far fewer families will be dealing with this that you're dealing with, with your mom and that we've gone through as well. It's a beautiful dream and I think it's going to help many people. I really hope to see it manifest in the near future. Mm -hmm. I know so many people, families will be uplifted thanks to it. Mm. And is, is there something ongoing right now? Like, can we put something out there if people want to get involved or have a call to action from, from this that we can help support you? Yes, that would be amazing. I will have a link. It's via change.org. And it's just a little button you can click, sign, and share on social media. So that would be awesome. And just so what are they signing for? They're signing for you to follow through this, right? Yeah, so they're signing um, to, for me to follow through and actually get this petition heard would be the first step. And for um, the politicians, so that it's, it's noticed um, with the politicians. And is there a goal? Do you have a certain number that you're aiming for? As many as possible. Okay. <laughs> and get noticed, yeah. Would okay. be amazing. Wonderful. Good. And we'll share that in a blog post on our website. Thank you. Yes. Okay, good. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Amy. It was a real pleasure to get to hear your story, and I wish you all the best with the work onward and upward. Mm -hmm. that you're doing good to have you yes and thank you everybody for listening and um, please subscribe and we look forward to the next meditation conversation mm -hmm.